Welcome to episode two of my sports podcast. I still don't have a name. Working on a name, have some different ideas. Nothing has settled yet. If you have one, contact me, send me a message, and we can get something going here. Episode two, sports podcast, or as I like to call today, Overreaction Monday. We had a full slate of games, NFL games over the weekend, and it's hard not to overreact to things that happen, including the fact, to me, the top story, Aaron Rodgers should be hosting Jeopardy. He looked terrible, looked disinterested. He played a Saints team without Drew Brees, and he, he looked terrible. Everything about the Packers looked bad. Now, I don't know if you heard the story, but apparently the Packers have a terrible record when it comes to playing in the state of Florida. Traveling to Florida, apparently head coach Sean Payton went on Expedia or Travelocity to find the most difficult city to go to from Green Bay, where the flight pattern would be difficult and that's why they chose to play in Jacksonville because of Hurricane Ida. If so, awesome. That's what it takes to be a good coach in the NFL. you got to think of every little detail. Is it an overreaction that Aaron Rodgers should have just retired? We'll see. Time will tell. Because if you are disinterested, you've ever been at a job where you know you're not going to be there in a couple weeks or a couple months or next year, how hard are you working? How much do you really care? We all have egos. We all want to do well. But if you really don't care about the place you're at, you know you're not going to be there the next year. For many people, it's very hard to be 100% in. And yesterday, he looked terrible. Aaron Rodgers looked absolutely terrible. And Aaron Rodgers has a history. When his team gets down big, he doesn't come back. He does not come back. That's one of the big storylines you'll be hearing a lot about today. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers getting destroyed 38-3 to in Jacksonville against the Saints with Jameis Winston, who looked great. Jameis Winston um, didn't throw for a lot of yards, but had uh, was very efficient, had multiple touchdowns. My other takeaway from yesterday's slate of games is I feel sorry for Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, to me, is more talented, is a more talented arm than any other rookie quarterback, including Trevor Lawrence, and he's on a team that does not have an offensive line, a team that looked lost most of the time on offense, he was running for his life. If Mac Jones was drafted by the Jets, they would have given up 15 sacks. Zach Wilson was sacked six times, and yeah, he held the ball a little long sometimes trying to make things happen, but his scrambling ability, his ability to move, probably prevented another four, five, six sacks. I mean, that's way too many hits to be taking for a young rookie, but on the place where he just had a little bit of time, Zach Wilson looked like one of the best arm talents in the NFL. He looked incredible. So they get him some help, get an offensive line or come up with different packages, which they started to do in the fourth quarter to the Jets' credit. They started to have multiple packages that would allow for more tight ends to stay back so there's more blocking, and he looked like a totally different quarterback. I mean, look at the way Patrick Mahomes looked in last year's Super Bowl with a decimated offensive line. He looked pedestrian. My third takeaway from yesterday's games, the Kansas City Chiefs have to do something with their defense. I know the Honey Badger was out, Tyron Matthew was out, uh, with COVID and different COVID protocols, and he is a big part of the defense. But the Cleveland Browns, for whatever reason, decided, you know what, I know we're getting six, seven, eight yards of carry with Nick Chubb. Let's just stop doing that in the fourth quarter or late in the fourth quarter. Big-time overcoaching mistake. I think they came back. The, the game was close. Kansas City pulled within two after being down by 12. On the previous um, series, Nick Chubb, I think, broke off like a 17-yard run and then a 7-yard run, and then he fumbled. And so the next series, instead of running the ball with the lead in the fourth quarter, they put the ball in Baker Mayfield's hands, and what do we see? Three and out. And then, of course, later in the game, Tony Romo claims he was trying to throw the ball away, but threw a pick 
that sealed the game for the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs can have a middle-of-the-road defense. They will win a Super Bowl this year. But the way their defense played for most of the game, that's going to be hard to maintain, always having to expect Patrick Mahomes to score over 30 points. That's very difficult to do in the NFL, especially during playoff time. The bright side for the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes' offensive line looked pretty good. He had time to throw. And you give Patrick Mahomes time to throw, you'll have results like yesterday. Big second halves, big fourth quarters as they figure out what the Cleveland Browns were trying to do. I will say this, the Browns look good. For the Browns, for them, that was a win for the Browns. You know, dominating on offense for three quarters against the Kansas City Chiefs and then coming back and losing in the fourth quarter. And then I guess my final takeaway, I mean, there's so many different things you could take away. Um, as a Washington football team fan, I won't bore you with our troubles at quarterback, but, you know, hope Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't out that long. But here we are basically starting who our fourth-string quarterback was last year. It's just the same old story, same old story every single year. But my final takeaway from yesterday's games, including, again, Monday's always an overreaction, overreaction Monday, but Matthew Stafford, if he stays healthy, will be the MVP of the league this year. Matthew Stafford will be the MVP of the league if he can stay healthy. He finally has an offensive-minded coach. He has a coach that can put him in a situation to be successful. He has multiple targets, and he looked great. As a guy who can make all the throws and has been able to do that for years and years and years, but was in a terrible situation with a terrible GM, terrible president, terrible multiple coaches in Detroit, to have an offensive-minded coach with a guy who can make all the throws, this could be a special year. Of course, in the NFL, everything is contingent upon injuries. So exciting week. I think exciting week one in the NFL. There's some other storylines we can get into, but those, to me, were the big takeaways from the NFL's first week, first full week back, full stands, lots of action, surprise teams already. But will that pan out? For example, will the Cardinals look this good the rest of the year? Will the Titans look this bad? Will Urban Meyer be a one-and-done coach in the NFL? Will the Seahawks start hot again this year only to fade towards the end of the season? Will the Steelers be the sleeper team this year? Lots of storylines. It's going to be a very interesting season, and I'll have everything that you need to have all along the way, including an interview coming up with former NFL wide receiver Keyshawn Johnson. He'll join my podcast in about two weeks from now. We'll get his insight and analysis on the football season. We'll have multiple Guests on the show, including people that I work with, have different vantage points like different teams or different experts in different areas. When it comes to the world of sports, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm very excited about this sports podcast. It's just getting started. And again, if you have a name, a good idea for the name for my podcast, let me know. Send me an email to jared at 1075kzl.com. That's jared at 1075kzl.com. And make sure you subscribe to Jared and Katie in the Mornings podcast to get my daily updated sports podcast.